You do not want to be Jake Lloyd's parents in a movie. Ever. Oh. Things bad things happen to you yeah. if you're his parents. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I respect that joke. Okay, <laughs> like, that's fine. Yeah, if you're, you're his right. mom, you die. If you're if you're his dad, he doesn't love you. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need, but you deserve. We're all levels of nerd. Are welcome. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, no, I guess not. Um, so some usually kind of music thing sometimes. Sometimes oh. you guys cut me off. Did There's you just nothing. do Harry Potter, though? I did, because it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> That's what, like, actually kind of... That's weird. what I heard. I was like, I think that was Harry Potter. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Well, ho, 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 it's that time of the year to bring out the holiday classics. Today's, oh, with consumerism, reindeer, and a dad who's too busy to hang up, hang out with his son. Today's episode parades in the jingle all the way. Nice. nice. And remember, you are our number one customer. Tum, 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 tum. <laughs> there is no score to this movie. No. It's, if there is, it uh, could use some work. Yeah, because um, it's not memorable. What is this, a Marvel film? <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, there's a lot of Marvel characters in it. It is Disney, right? <laughs> now it is. Yeah. Um, but let's not get too far into it. Let's introduce the host. My name is Tom. I'm Corey. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd On Nation that is powered by Patreon. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun perks. Like you get bonus episodes that nobody else hears, like the mm. minute and the extra. And it's just fun stuff over there. It's a great community to be a part of. You get early access to episodes. You oh, get yeah. access to channels on the Discord that are only for you. Uh-huh. You get uh, discounts on merch. Right there. Wow. <laughs> what in the actual fuck? <laughs> you, Corey, was doing it. I was doing more of an ASMR thing, but you took it to like a... Uh, an adult overheard level. porn we're LA <laughs> wow we're a family show <laughs> are we though um so check out that nerd on nation you get to support us as we keep making content and be the best that we can be and you know one day get to a place where this is our job this is what we do all day every day we're gonna do a well whole- technically it is our job but we're not getting paid for yeah. it <laughs> We're not going to get paid to just do only adult video yeah, sounds. Yeah, exactly. Nerd on after dark. Yes. Uh, but yeah, check that out. Nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. Patreon. And check out the Discord. Nerdon.tv backslash Discord. Discord. And a huge shout out to Odyssey, Apogee, and... Embody Audio. Embody Audio. Embody Audio. They have a great... Embody Audio. They have a great program called Immerse uh, that is spatial audio with any headphone. It works with your AirPods and your and your. It's crazy. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's cray cray. Check it out. It's on PC. Scientifically, it makes no. It's amazing. It's, it's so smart. It's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. how smart it is. It's their yeah. new slogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't uh, take. The, can't take. Okay, it that's it's fine. Epic meal time. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, so, Tom, for the next part, I realized that there's new copy, mm-hmm. and I put it in there. Mm. But I didn't put it on the right page. Mm. Uh, I think it's actually on the previous notes uh, episode. So, uh, hey. This is a rough patch in our episode. Uh, Speaking of rough patches, Tom, (laughs) 
Hey, fellas, this episode of Nerd On, the podcast is brought to you by our favorite producers of ball trimmers, Manscaped. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming are leaving 2021 with new products. Clean yourself with the new year with their ultra-premium body wash. Also, special offer alert, use the code NERDON for 20% off, plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Four million men already trust Manscaped. Time to join them. Million? Million. Wow. And get things like the weed whacker for people who may not have balls. Um, because, you know, bats want to come out of the cave even though it's uh, Christmas time and there's no more bats to be had because Halloween's over. Um, holidays. Jesus. <laughs> the holidays are here. Um, again, I have used the body wash and shampoo and conditioner and I've, I've loved it. I, I like their chapstick. I was really surprised. I went to go visit my my pops over the holiday. Shout out. And, um, you know, I don't normally bring toilet trees. Papa Borsuth, yeah. Um, and uh, I don't really bring toilet. I bring a toothbrush and toothpaste and, and a towel. But, you know, I'll use their shampoo or, or conditioner. Whatever they heck, got. Uh, whatever they got. And I was like, let me let me open this giant box. It was a really cool gift box I got before, you know, the big days of the holiday. And I, I tried it out. I'm like, oh, my God. These are like, they look like nitrous bottles and I all that stuff. I have to bring this home with and, me. And I tried it. And I was like, oh, okay, let me see they're how like, this goes. They're metal bottles and they just look nice and, and feel heavy and, and, and the like, thing this is like is fancy. I'll be 100% honest I have such a low bar of satisfaction from any type of shampoo and conditioner and body wash typically I'm like oh, this, this is the same crap who cares and then using this I'm like oh I smell so nice I feel so good like again it is that kind of like you know, you think the word manscape, you're like, oh, this is just trimmers, but you don't really expect the fact that like you're gonna be smelling very, very professional, really kind of take on the day. I'm not much of a morning shower person, but it made me want to do a, be a morning shower person. I'm much more of a night shower person. But then after like that, after work or something? After work, before I go to bed, I'm like, I want to take a shower. But then this was like, oh, maybe I should just shower in the morning so I feel like I could take on the day. That's how much I really enjoyed their body wash and shampoo. And you can get them at nerdon at manscaped.com with the promo code nerdon. Boom. There it is. Um, but yeah. That is the housekeeping. Let's jingle all the way right into this episode. Uh, I don't hate that. I thought they were gonna say this turbo of an episode. <laughs> no, no. Turbo. What I came up with is better. Okay. It was, it, was a, it was a lot better. It was so much better. High five. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Remember when Corey was a host? I'm kidding. <laughs> I think you're going to feel bad in about three minutes here. Uh, That's my guess. I'm already there. Yeah. <laughs> no, you I know. I'm talking about him. That being said, uh, we'll move on to our first two segments of their show. Uh, the first part's going to deal with the end of the show. Um, so we're going to do... Guess That Grump! Put the cookie down. Mailman's also here. There's a bomb in the radio show and then there's reindeer. Mail bombs. Oh. I rhymed mine. Did you hear? I did. Thank you. <laughs> Mail bombs all the way. Anyway, so um, if you if you first time listening to Nerd On, you're welcome for that. And that is that was actually the most cohesive one we've yeah, ever. We used the, the funny thing is we use that song every episode, whether it's yeah, <laughs> whether it's you just don't wear it. Um, but uh, we are going to go uh, around the table and guess who is going to have the highest score from a scale of one out of five. Uh, who the lowest score is, no matter how high the number is. And at the end of the episode, we're going to reveal our numbers. Uh, with that being said, and since I always uh, introduce the guest at Grump and I never change up how we explain it, I will go first. And I will say that I think the Grump for this episode is going to be Corey. Yeah, I already wrote you in after okay. my name. Yeah. <laughs> Josh. 
It's like I learned something. Um, Choose wisely. Choose wisely. It's, um, it's two options. 50-50, baby. It's an ultimatum, babe. Uh, ultimato. I'm, uh, I'm going to mix it up, and I'm going to go with Tom, because I, I feel like it's actually kind of a 50. The decision is it's, not just 50-50. <laughs> I really do think it's going to be... I both of you have you know equal what? footing in my ground in my mind. Yeah, it's, I it's think Schwarzenegger it's and it's dad stuff. So who pick your poison? I think I'm gonna go with Josh. Okay. okay. So that gives a vote to all of us. So now it's up to the nerd on nation. What's that? How uh, do you to do draw that? Tie- hey, are you sitting there going, you voted for everyone? I don't really actually have a problem with this. Uh, <laughs> But honestly, it's going to be Corey. Then you should go and join our Nerd on Nation because then you can partake in a, uh, a a poll and you can try to guess that grump. And if you get it right, you get a shout on the show and then you're the guesser, grader, gumper, aggressor, turbo man. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, you're, my, you're my number one customer, <laughs> guesser, grumper, TM. Sinbad, Bing. Gucci. Uh, and yeah, you'll get a shout on the show from us if you get it right. So go join the Nerd on Nation and vote on all these episodes because it's a lot of fun and it means a lot to us. And uh, without it, I'll die. So with that said, the Nerd Nation has spoken. It's Tom. Tom is the grump for the week. I had to throw two curveballs there. Yeah, you did. Uh, so I apologize. So that means uh, you and I will go first and then Tom, you're the last one. Wow. Uh, so with that, that hits exactly three minutes. So I want to, I have something for you, Tom. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, oh you I give see me a why. gift on the episode. Yeah. Go do ahead. I have to open this? You now? do have to open it right now. All right, everyone. I want everyone to know first. This is like a salmon gift wrap. It is. Uh, got, it's a dusty rose. It's dusty rose. It's got some little gnome elf people. It's Santa. Um, Rip it, it open. Santa's. Rip it big time. I'm ripping the sides because I I, I want to appreciate the artistry of the wrap. Um, and Just I'm not a child anymore. Just rip it open, please. Okay, okay, I'm gonna, okay, okay. And some of it's taped to the box. I'm not. I'm gonna open it from the fr- from the front so I see it last. Yeah. It's a turbo man. It's- oh my god, <laughs> it's a turbo man. <laughs> what? Wait. Oh my god. Merry what? Christmas. Why do I? Need this when I have the real one. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Thank you, Corey. There you go, Tom. I have. Should have f- got him a booster. I thought about wow. it. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, the cat. <laughs> so there wow. you go. It talks and it has the boomerang that shoots. And uh, yeah, thirteen and a half inch Turbo Man. You doll. could only get it at Walmart. Um, mm-hmm. Also, everyone watching. I tried li- to take it off, but it's sticky. Yeah. Everyone listening, you have to now watch this episode, and you have to like it, and you have to subscribe. So <laughs> we my, can't really keep it on the table because it's um it's over a, a foot tall. Yeah, it's 13 and a half inches. Yeah. That's like deluxe a, edition. That's like eleven inches bigger than my penis. Oh Jesus. <laughs> so there you go. Merry Christmas, Tom. Thank Jingle you. all the way. Band. I'm I, I'm sorry, Corey. You I'll leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so now with that wonderful secret surprise that's not on every episode, we'll move on to our next segment, which is going to be our brief uh, or our initial reactions and our uh, 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 first impressions. Total spoiler. Yeah, total spoiler of, of our guest at Grump. Uh, I, I'm, I have to process this toy first. I'll so go Corey, first. Go first. Uh, I watched this a lot as a kid. I don't know the first time I saw it, but it was one of those ones that was repeated a lot. I mean, like, a lot. If I had to guess, I would say that uh, my dad, Jolie, showed it to me. It seems like his sense of humor. He was the one who showed me a lot of, you know, Jackie Chan, Arnold Schwarzenegger type of movies. Those like action comedy type things. So uh, with that said, I love this movie. I, I even remember as a kid, 
Uh, I mean, watching it now, very different. The Phil Hartman story, uh, Phil Hartman yeah. storyline hits a little different when you're an adult. I didn't understand what that was when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, I, I remember just thinking it was hilarious. Like the zany antic, like the whole ball scene to me was was hilarious as a kid. Um, and uh, Sinbad just Sinbad. The diner Sinbad. scene. We'll get Sinbad into the specifics, ain't bad. but. Uh, yeah, I, I I was a fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, growing up as well, not to the extent that 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 Tom was, but uh, I loved this movie when I was growing up. And having watched it, uh, I probably haven't watched it in like I'd say about ten years. Wow, I would say would be okay. would be the the amount of time that went from my last watching of Jingle all the way. Uh, but now, thanks to Disney Plus, uh, it was very easy to do. My wife had never seen it. Oh uh, wow! And uh, that was a fun experience because I look over at the end and she's crying. At Jingle All the Way. Uh, so all in all, I like the movie. Nice. Josh? Nice. Yeah, I'll go next. Um, dad stuff. Dad stuff. Uh, when this movie came, well, I'm a big brother. Mm-hmm. I have a little brother. And Shout what out. my little brother would do is there would be, we'd get a new movie and we would watch this movie pretty much on repeat. Just put it in the rewinder, rewind it. Put it in again. Studying and the movie. Just, and Top Gun from again. the top again. Yeah. Um, so when this movie came out, this was one of those ones that we watched so much. Not even Until like the VHS wore out almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it wasn't just during the holidays. We'd watch it like year round. Like my my brother committed. He committed. Uh, Toy Story was another one of those. But um, So I've seen this movie a lot uh, then. But this is the first time I had seen it Man, it it has to be decades since I had seen it last. And it was fun to revisit it. It was interesting to see just like, you know, holiday movies from the 90s. Gosh, yeah, we're going to get into that a little bit. Schwarzenegger, what was allowed, uh, things that I just, this is not, it is a kid's movie. It's a family movie, but it's not really. No, it's like Rugrats. Where yeah. it's like, yeah, it's aimed for kids, but you, they know adults are going to have to watch it. in there. So they're like, Here's a, here's a treat for you. Yeah, the, the dad who had to take um, his kids or whatever. It was fun to revisit this. It was it was really cool to like. It's one of those movies that you watch and you kind of you're reminiscing of the times that you originally watched it. And it, it was, it's a sweet movie. It's Schwarzenegger. Yeah, in the '90s. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. It's like they took the first 15 minutes of Hook and then wrote another movie after that. Yeah. That's a very interesting. I was gonna say. So first of all, um, thank you for the gift again. Yeah. I feel like I feel like more like an like an asshole now because everyone listening, I gave Corey a gift too, but my gift was an asshole gift. No, it's not. It's actually pretty great. <laughs> it's a nice gift. It's something that he thought about. It's the bomb. But it's a terrible hot sauce. <laughs> that like. But it's, it's something we're gonna experience yeah, together. It's inedible. So I'm like, well, shit, baby. <laughs> anyway, so well, it's funny that you say that. It's like hook. I kind of felt like it's almost like proto space quest. Okay, like I only whole- said hook because like yeah. he's busy at work, misses his kids, yeah, event, yeah, yeah. sporting event, and then is like, it's I'm if, sorry. If hook was, let's put Schwarzenegger. It's like okay, it's a whole different movie now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like it's it, you know the opening sequence of this movie has you know very space questy vibes and stuff like that. But anyways, uh, watching this film, space quest. All right, we still haven't covered it. No. Um, I, I, so everyone talks about me and Schwarzenegger. Uh, it was, it's funny that everyone says like, oh, Tom's upbringing is Schwarzenegger. It wasn't kind of by choice though. It, it was because, happened. imagine going to like the video store, right? Having access to watching videos. 
Wait, but, Galaxy Quest? Galaxy Quest, my bad. I was like, Space Quest the game? Yeah, uh, Galaxy Quest the, the movie. But I, I go into this video store, and there's only Schwarzenegger and Stallone. So it's like, oh, I, I wasn't like, oh, man, I'm going to watch Schwarzenegger. But my dad was just like, we're watching the Eraser. We're watching Terminator. We're watching, you know, Red Heat. We're watching, I'm like, True Lies. And so it's like, I only, uh, and, and that's the reason why, like, I only know Schwarzenegger things. Uh, so this film, when I watched it as a kid, was very much like, oh, this is an Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie made for me because I loved toys. To your point of Toy Story, I used to have a Buzz Lightyear mm-hmm. and it broke and I was really sad. But then I remember Turbo Man and I was just like, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the toy now. My dad will definitely let me have it. And you know what? I've never had a Turbo Man doll. The, the equivalent. That's what I was banking the, on. <laughs> the modern day uh, equivalent would be the PS5. It's impossible. That's the adult equivalent for sure. I think right now, if there's like maybe a McFarlane toys, yeah. Iron Man, Mark, whatever armor, yeah, it's like probably. I mean, the same it thing. was based off Cabbage Patch Kids in the eighties, but insane. it hit the same year the Tickle Me Elmo craze did. Wow, and reflected it without you know they couldn't have had the forethought for that. Tickle yeah. Me Elmo, craze. but yeah, it hit the same year, nineteen ninety six. But it was based that. off written from the eighties experience of Cabbage Patch Kids, where everyone had to have it. Our equivalent would be Beanie Babies. You know, or all those was it KB toys? KB toys, man. KB toys, just the doors blasting well, toys, open. I, re- I remember when toys used to be FAO like, Schwartz. They used to be some of them hard to get. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but, and now it's just like, I mean, we being ones that used to work at the Apple Store, like opening days used to be cray. Ugh. Now they're like, well, get on online and do all this thing. There's so many. Yeah, you guys working at Apple now have no idea. <laughs> we, were there, we were there, there for the day one of the new system and it crashed. Yeah. We were sent back to the dark ages. <laughs> we were crucified so you can sin. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, no, so watching this film, I I had such very little memory of what this movie is. And much like you guys' experience of like, oh, this is my first time watching it as an adult. I'm like, wow. Yeah. This movie is doing a lot of things by the numbers and a lot of things like, oh, it's gonna, it's like, it's almost kind of like, it's crazy to see older films like being so ready to be adapted to be broadcast on television. Um, Watching this film this time, I was just like, really kind of delightfully like, oh, this is a little holiday movie and it has all the things I hate about holidays of the consumerism and Mm -hmm. all that stuff and the mania and the people turning on each other. But like, uh, there's just something about like, I know it's gonna wrap up because it's a holiday movie. I know there's gonna be some and the thing I like about this is a that lesson they, learned. And- well, lesson learned, but I like the in-universe toys. Mm-hmm. Like that's like, oh, like no one likes this one, everyone likes that one. But also, there's a little bit of like the fun things of like let's go out into the mysterious magical world that's completely fictional and written for this world that like good movies should have. Um, also, in this movie, uh, the 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 wife character is not the dumb character. Right. And I, I like that. You know, they're typically like the wife She's character. She's the only sane one with the kid. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so and there's a lot of good things to love and I won't spoil it anymore of it. But uh, yeah, I watched it. Um, definitely saw a lot of things. I'm like, oh God, you're just going to do this. Oh, you should just... And I look at it like looking at other ho- holiday movies that we've done in the past um, that I realize like why maybe this one isn't always in the forefront of people's minds. Mm-hmm. This always is for me just because it's Schwarzenegger. Right. And to me, it's always that kind of funny thing. I was like, The Rock's done it. Cena's done it. Batista's done it. Every, Vin Diesel's done it. All of them have done their kid movies. Right, 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 right. This is the one that I think Schwarzenegger actually wanted to do because he was always like, I'm typecasting. I love kid movies. Well, when these big... These big stars do these. That and Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. Did you well, grow up watching Kindergarten Cop? I watched a lot okay. of Kindergarten Cop. But like, to Josh's point, like, it's kind of become this rite of passage for all these like big buff dudes to do this. And only reason they, I think they have to do it now is because Schwarzenegger showed that like, if you're a bodybuilder, 
you should be able to do every role. Yeah. And he's like, I'm in the comedy. It's like the show range it, it, a little bit. Your exact point is that he took it because he wanted to play an everyman. Mm-hmm. Well, like, he was like, oh, you're too big. You can't be a leading guy. You're a monster. And then he was in Conan. And then he was Hercules in New York. And then he's like, oh, I want to be a romantic lead. It's like, no, impossible. And then True Lies. You know, it's like all these things. It's like he wanted to push himself in that way. Maybe not to the extent of our, our new darling, David Batista. No. But like, I, I really enjoy like, oh, wow. Trying like, to flex his craft. I did love the line, you can't bench press your way out of this one. Yeah. That, and that all, was pretty great. And I was like, oh, yeah, but he's he's being some skeezy father. But anyways, um, I, I I I like this movie, but I, I do see some of like, uh, oh, has it aged that well? I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, I mean, that's the thing. The, the It's a time capsule at this point. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a really cool, fun, indicative way. Was of it like, 93? 96. 96 excuse, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. So almost 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Wild. So, next segment is the uh, production and brief synopsis. Yes. And we didn't talk about who's going to be doing this. I'll be brief. So, Josh will do the up. brief synopsis. Uh, I could do the production. I could pull. I got my trivia stuff here. So, okay. so yes. I'll do the production. You do the trivia stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is, there's just a few I found. I don't always do this on episodes, but there was a few I was looking through. And I was like, I want to share these. And that yeah. was one of them. Yeah. But I think people, people miss that. Yeah. Those who are listening, please comment in that section and tell us that you missed that. Brief so, will be brought to you by me. Mm-hmm. Workaholic Howard Langston, Arnold Schwarzenegger, wants to make things up to his son, Jamie, Jake Lloyd, and his wife, Liz, Rita Wilson. He promises to get Jamie the hottest toy of the season, Turbo Man. Even though it's Christmas Eve and the toy is practically sold out, as Langston hunts down the elusive gift, he runs into mailman Myron, mm-hmm. Sinbad, another father so on the same good. quest. With the clock winding down, Langston's moral code is tested as he starts to learn the real meaning of Christmas. Tum, 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 And now the production brought to you by me. Uh, distribution uh, was 20th Century Studios, formerly 20th Century Fox, uh, that has given us such things as Dr. Doolittle, Die Hard, and Home Alone. The director is Brian Levant. Uh, who's given us such things as, or worked on such things as The Flintstones, The Spy Next Door, and Beethoven. Classics. Uh, we gotta hit these classics. Beethoven. We gotta hit oh these classics, God. man. Yeah. Um, the producers, Chris Columbus. We know them from Rent, Christmas with the Cranks. I love you, Beth Cooper. Um, Chris Columbus. Yeah. Yes. Um, and Michael Barth. What do you think I was gonna say? No, I don't know. I, I thought you were gonna be like, Christopher Columbus? Like, no. Like, like Harry Potter? Like Harry Potter. No. <laughs> and I just choose all the ones around him. No, no. Dum, uh, dum, 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 dum. <laughs> uh, Michael Bar- Barnathan uh, from I Kill Giants, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and Bicentennial Man. Uh, Mark Ra- Radcliffe from The Help, Fantastic Four, and Mrs. Doubtfire. The writer is Randy Kornfeld, uh, who's written such things as A Legged Freaks and The Secretary and Blood Knot. Yeah. The cast, Arnold Schwarzenegger from such things as Eraser, The Sixth Day, and Last Action Hero. All movies that we will be covering someday. Yeah. <laughs> I still want to cover Rocky. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Rocky. Um, Sinbad in such things as Coneheads, Good Burger, and First Kid. <laughs> Phil Hartman from Small Soldiers, Kiki's Delivery kid. Service. Yeah. First Kid. Jesus, First that got kid. me for a sec. Sorry, that took me yeah. a minute. Good. News Radio. Rita Wilson from Sleepless in Seattle, Runaway Bride, Now and Then. Robert Conrad from such things as Centennial, Black Sheep Squadron, The Wild Wild West Revisited. Jake Lloyd from such things as Star Wars Episode One, Phantom Menace, Madison and the Pretender. Jim Belushi from such things as Red Heat, K-9, and Little Shop of Horrors. The release date for this film, two of them, 
November 16th, 1966, 1996, Mall of America, and November 22nd, 1996, to the rest of the United States. The runtime is 89 minutes. The budget Short. for this film was $75 million. The gross is $129.8 million. With inflation, all those numbers go big. Uh, Rotten Tomato score, ooh, baby, at a hot 17% for critics Damn. from 47 reviewers and 38 from 100 from audience from 100,000 100, plus ratings. So people think this movie is garbage. <laughs> it, it's to, to, I think what Josh can say, it's not a perfect movie by any no. means, but you can love something, not have it be perfect. There was just a few bit of trivia facts that I wanted to share Please. with this. Uh, Sinbad's agent did mm-hmm. not want him to play Myron, mm-hmm. the villain in this film, but Sinbad fought for it because he thought he was a sympathetic villain. And by the end of it, he would still be loved, which I think they accomplished. I, I To me, kind of going to it's like oh they're gonna have to have a redemption story they're yeah. putting him in there for such a long time yeah. he can't just be terrible um, and to, to his point they did um, despite how they seemed on screen uh, Rita Wilson and Arnold Schwarzenegger both loved working with Phil Hartman they both described him as warm kind and one of the best people they've ever worked with well because he plays a sleazeball very well yeah mostly you, you'll you learn the nicest people Gary Oldman uh, can play some of the most uh, dastardly of folks um, the Turbo Man suit based off the flash yeah, on is. purpose yeah, very is. much so on purpose um, they almost had Tim Allen play Howard and they were also considering Joe Pesci for Myron mm, um, very different movie. at the time Schwartz, for uh, Joe Pesci Schwarzenegger had been cast and they thought that the height difference two reasons they didn't do it <sighs> height difference was too much yeah but not because of what you would think it's because he had starred in Twins mm-hmm. and uh, what was the other one where uh, he gives Junior, junior with Danny DeVito yeah. and they didn't want Arnold Schwarzenegger's career to just be him against smaller people. Just pretty much not the Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart life. Right. The uh, last bit of information that I absolutely loved uh, that is not, uh, the first part of this is not uh, surprising at all. Simbad improvised most of his lines. But the thing Arnold Schwarzenegger loved about this the most is that he got to improvise back. Mm. So a lot of their scenes together are just them ad-libbing and getting... This is something he didn't get to do very much. I can only imagine Schwarzenegger loved that because he's like, oh, now I get to be a good actor. You yeah, know? yeah. He's like, now I get to try. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, and that's the, Schwarzenegger just loves to just Yeah, and he, this, this film shoot was so quick um, that uh, he signed on this thing in, in February. They shot it in April. Most movies would have a year for merchandising and they only had six months. So they got the Turbo Mans out, but there was a shortage of Turbo Mans uh, from Jingle All the Way. Uh, I think that's all I had to share for now. There's the, the Check out the trivia on there because I don't say this about every movie. It was pretty fascinating. For such an unassuming film, there was a lot of fun trivia. Everyone loved making this movie. Mm. There's a lo- And you can tell. There's just a lot of... I, I, I love reading that kind of stuff and it makes me like projects more when you can tell that everyone involved is just having a fucking blast. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's just, it's just the wackiness and now that we're going to go into spoiler spoiler town. I have one last thing that you uh, please. I have a favorite or a fun fact fun or fact. something. Oh, please. Um, oh. Actually, last... Good job, that, Corey. Just, I could just destroy I heard and felt that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Strong go on arm. without me. <laughs> last year, it was trending, uh, but for the wrong reasons. Uh, apparently, TBS aired a version of this film that ended like 20 minutes early. Ooh. The credits just started rolling when he, um, at the end, when he's the on parade, parade scene, and he flies off and he's flying around and just went to credits. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And, and people were like, our movie, <laughs> it's broken. <laughs> oh no! Um, wow. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I was like, 
That's funny. Yeah. Wow. I also oh, oh, and I wanted to give a shout out for Anthony and Steve's because you know who Big Santa is? Oh, Big Show. Oh, WWE. Oh yeah. And you know who mm. Little Santa is? Uncredited? Vern Troyer. Oh, yeah. RIP. Shout out. He came to our Apple Store. Uh, I think I've said this on the podcast before. In case I haven't, I have never seen another actor be so willing to spend time with fans as I did with Vern Troyer. He came to our Apple Store a couple times, and it we didn't work in a very big Apple Store. No. It was probably twenty steps from the front to the back. It took him 20 minutes to get from the front of the store to the back because he stopped and talked to everyone who wanted to take a picture with him. And I just, I, I've always loved him since Austin Powers. And so to see a little bit of him in this, I was just like, Vern Troyer, man. Good dude. Fucking good, good dude. R.I.P. In peace, King. So uh, now we're in spoiler, spoiler full stuff. Full. So we're gonna, you know, not hold back. If you haven't watched it, you can watch it on Disney+. Plus. But also, right now, during this month, you can watch it on YouTube. Free, really? Um, with ads. Oh well, oh. still though, yeah. it's like a commercial break. You, YouTube movies is kind of a weird, lovable thing where it's like, oh, I didn't know I could watch this for free on YouTube. You know what's interesting? We just did a uh, an episode with a guest where we talked about a Chaplin film, and for some reason, my HBO Max wasn't working. YouTube, yeah, nice, yeah. Um, so now 720p. So you know, some people will be upset about it, but I was fine. <laughs> uh, before we get fully into favorite parts, I do want to say one thing. This is the joke I was going to say. You do not want to be Jake Lloyd's parents in a movie. Ever. Oh. Things, bad things happen to you yeah. if you're his parents. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I respect that joke. Okay, <laughs> like, that's fine. Yeah, if you're, you're his right. mom, you die. If you're, if you're his dad, he doesn't love you. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, give this to me. I was like, oh, this kid yeah, has such right. terrible movie parents. It's, it, it reminds me of just like being Sean Bean in any movie. Yeah, you're just like, I'm just like, oh, oh, you poor man. Well, like to me, and that was the same line I thought about like Daniel Kaluuya. And I was like, don't date this man in the movie. <laughs> you die. <laughs> you, you, you die. You die. You have marital yeah. problems. Can we also just shout out Chris Parnell. This oh, is yeah. his first movie role. Oh, and yeah. I thought he was so very Chris Parnell mm -hmm. in it, but so goddamn funny. Well, that laugh when he asked where the Turbo Man doll is, he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> um, that whole, I, I mean, just coming from a retail background, just oh, like yeah. the, the whole chaos <sighs> of Christmas Eve. Like, I, it's just like, they don't, they don't, I, I feel like they don't really, um, um, talk about Christmas like that as much anymore no. like they used to like it used to be much more chaotic and um, you know what is, is scary about this too and I'm sorry to interrupt you for a second don't forget God, your thought Corey I'm so sorry but you just reminded me my, my wife and I were talking about this so the part where they trample through the apartment store at the time was a joke yeah watching that now in 2020 where we know people have been trampled to death it didn't hit us the same no no, like that like, was like, oh, oh, how crazy of them. No, no, no. It's it's a thing. It's a real and thing. And we all preach it here. Tom does especially with Manscaped. But to your point, like it's retail is. It has changed significantly. And it's just like, it's, I, I just, I love the chaos that they, they yeah. show of when like a new hot product is out. I mean, I've, I, I've seen a little firsthand of like people doing crazy things for a, a certain product that's oh, not yeah. uh, super available during the holidays. And you're like. Now, you think that this is a joke, but it's… A lady died drinking water for a wee. It's well, real. That. It's real. Hold your wee for a wee is because also they didn't allow them to pee. Yeah. And so they uh, cleaned out her thing. Her, I, I, I want to… I, I do want to point this out because having all worked in retail, I'm finally… It took me two years to listen to Christmas music again. Because it was… It was like a very um, Pavlovian thing where I would hear Christmas music and I would get anxious. Yeah. Because I knew… Oh, great. I'm on cue. I knew that like 
it was coming and I was going to have those nights where I would try to leave work and it would take me two hours to get out of the parking garage. And I panicked. Uh, and I do think, just to touch on this for a minute, sorry to get like really serious in the jingle all the way thing. Yeah. But like Tom, Tom, I'm, I'm really proud of Tom for having mentioned this on our Manscaped stuff and, and social media and stuff like that. But like really, really this season, if you, y'all can just be nice to retail employees because I think they all deserve therapy, paid therapy <laughs> for having to work holidays like Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and Christmas. Because for you, you are going somewhere to buy a gift for for someone. But remember that they are seeing 10 times the amount of people they usually have to and are expected to act the exact same way as they do the rest of the year. I, I, I also want to draw... It's very thankless, too. People are so mean. Draw a line. Yeah. Uh, businesses want to see you. Employees want to be with their families. Right. So think of it that way. Um, businesses need your money. Employees need your kindness. And I will give you a peek behind the curtain, at least from, you know, not, I'm not saying everyone's going to do this, but this is how I rolled at the Apple store. It got to the point during the holidays where if someone treated me like a human, I would go to management to see if I could get a free case or something just because they were like, hey man, thank you for helping me out. I know it's a crazy time. I was like, I'm going to give you everything you want right now. <laughs> so also carry that with you. If you do have to go into the stores, just know that they are people and they would they it means a lot to them to be treated as such. And if there's any sort of understanding you can have for what they're going through during the retail season, uh, it goes a long way. Anyway, just just because of what we saw that it triggered me and I wanted to bring that up. <laughs> it was just like, wow. It, it, it was anyway, as as a um recovering retail employee. No, I'm just kidding. Um it was just very funny to see how they used to represent and just like the hot product of yeah. the of the the season and just it was just cool to revisit. Like we've we revisited Hook. Just revisiting old movies is just a yeah. fun experience. To and I see. would I would say Chris Parnell is who we all wanted to be in retail. When someone's like, "Do you have the new iPhone?" I'm like, <laughs> hey, everybody, <laughs> this guy wants an iPhone. Um, to just button up fully that uh, segment about PSA about retail. Sorry, so. yeah, I didn't mean to just bring the whole episode. You know, down. it's, a, P- it's wow. a PSA. Uh, my thing at the end. Uh, I won't hate you if you online shop. Uh, I know we all have try our to buy own thing. from mom and pop. Yeah, try to, but like if you need to, you know, if you can do it online, if you can, no just shame. So, so you don't like overwhelm places, especially if you're a last minute shopper. Yeah. That being said, favorite part for me, um, I I kind of really enjoy the opening because it's just, it's it almost reminds me of you're my number one customer. Well, it that re- scene? reminds me of uh, Love Actually, mm. and how it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. very much like this Christmas party kind of mm-hmm. thing, and well, like and there's a really good like writing irony in there where it's like. Your dad's just working really hard right now. Pop champagne, you know. It's oh like, yeah, you know. It's like, oh wow, like they, there is this weird thing. Meanwhile, that, yeah, it's it's something that you kind of really appreciate when you watch a film. You're like, oh, they have good reasons to go to the next scene. Yeah, I um, think that's what reminded me of Hook. Is like he, he's on his way, and then it cuts to him having that like duel in the hallway yeah. with the cell phones. Reminded me a lot of him like popping champagne or mm-hmm. like taking all the calls and. Telling his wife, wife he's the number one customer. customer. Yeah, like I, but I like that also. There's a part of me that just loves seeing Schwarzenegger act because he doesn't come from an acting background whatsoever, and so I'm just like, I want to see what he's got. See if he can actually go the distance, and he will get out acted by everyone around him. Sure. And it's not like a bad thing because everyone's a good actor, but like it's he charisma. He, it's charisma, but also it's like let's see how he does, and like. He's never trying to take a scene, I think, from anyone and no. all that stuff. So it's like, it's fun to see. And you know what else about Schwarzenegger I really love? And I've learned, I won't drop names here, but I do know a lot of these um, wrestling actors who have become actors have in their contact, uh, contacts, contracts 
that they are not allowed to lose a fight in a humiliating way mm. because it messes with their image. And Schwarzenegger is not beyond getting beat up by a bunch of moms in a ball pit. Yeah. And I really respect that. Like he he has an he had an understanding that like, oh, that's funny. I'm this huge buff guy. It's fucking hilarious yeah. if a bunch of kids and moms beat me with purses and a ball. But pit. also he understands the irony that it's like he's a big guy's like, I'm looking for a doll. Yeah. He's like beat up by Santos. <laughs> right. It's funny. Yeah. But like I I, I really gotta res- it's it's so silly to me, these contracts that are like, oh yeah, he can't lose in a humiliating way. He can lose, but it has to be in like a badass loss. I'm like, look at Schwarzenegger, man. Look at Batista. Like they have no problem with being like, is it for the story? Is it gonna work? Then I'm doing it. Yeah, sure. well, I mean, that that kind of is like, okay, do you wanna be a star? Or do you wanna be an actor? And I think Schwarzenegger was like, I wanna be both. Right. And like, that's the kind of like the gonad had he was. He was just like, I wanna be the biggest guy, the, the most paid guy. I wanna the be every guy. guy. Yeah. I wanna be all of them. And he, he's done a lot. Did he achieve all the things? Maybe not. Um, you know, he was a, go- a politician. But anyways, this is this movie. So he's, like, He's a great scene partner, too. He doesn't yeah. steal. He's really good at elevating whoever's with him. Also. And that's kind of the thing for me. It's very different watching a Schwarzenegger, him being a star in a movie versus seeing any other celebrities nowadays. It's like, oh, well, you know, the movie's all about them. Right. Or right, here right, it's right. like, this guy's… Howard Langston sucks as a character. Like, oh, yeah. And this whole movie is because… He was an unattentive father. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was just really funny. It's like, you got him the doll, right? He's like, Of course yeah, I got yeah, him the doll yeah. weeks ago. Just lying his way out of yeah. there. Also, Rita Wilson's bay in this for sure. Yeah. Oh, I never, I never, what, I, what, I have not experienced in the Rita in Wilson the verse. No, but in this, I was like, <laughs> Oh, that's marriage material right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's what I said at the beginning. I was like, She, the thing I like about Good her for character, you, Tom Hanks. Yeah, her character was great because it's like all her decisions are like, I don't blame her. No. And, and like, that's a funny thing where it's like most times you have these housewife characters or, or not even house, these wife characters who are just like absolute like decorations on the wall that oh, you're yeah. like, you're not a person. You are literally here to push the plot and you're going to fall in love with the neighbor. Where she's like, no, what what's wrong with you? I'm like, everything she's doing is not like an emotional thing. She's like, oh, the neighbor wants to come over and put the lights. Oh, the neighbor wants to come over and put, like yeah. help me make th- some things. It's like, I'm fine. And make she's like, cookies. you see her be uncomfortable when like he's coming on to her. And he's, I was like, Yes, because she's a human being who yeah. values her marriage. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I always feel a little bit, there's a lot of 90s moms. I mean, in Liar Liar, she still has a bigger part, but I almost feel that way. Like the mom in Liar Liar doesn't serve more of a purpose than to push the plot, to, than to be disappointed in, yeah. in Fletcher. To establish how bad the main character yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's great. Not Nothing wrong against that actress. is wonderful. I've always loved that movie. But in this, the mom definitely has her own, like, uh, proactive approach to the story, which is very, uh, I didn't notice that. It's a really good point, especially for a 90s film. Yeah. Josh? Um, I know that it's it's totally, I love the happenstance of the ending parade. I just yeah. love that he just happens how it's to shot. land, how he oh, lands yeah, into, really nice. like he's in the suit. You're like, that wouldn't happen, but I don't care. I love it. It's, and it's just a goofy the, movie. Yeah. It's just that everything kind of falls into place and then you get this kind of like play of just, basically the the opening sequence of Turbo Man and you get it played out on the streets and it's just like, it's just, it's silly, but it's awesome. You're the, like, this is I, great. And the way it's shot really, like obviously as a kid, I didn't notice, but uh, being older and, and having paid more attention to film, uh, it, I love the way that's shot. Like you get the moment where he he's Stumbles taken in. in. It's a lot of um, shadows, a lot of uh, backlight. And then it's a POV mm-hmm. uh, until the very moment that it's revealed. You're like, oh shit, he's too rem-. And it was like, sorry, I was like, this movie doesn't have, it didn't earn the right to be shot that well, but goddamn, like shout out to whoever thought of this. Uh, and the guy playing Booster saying like, I'm hotter than a, 
What is yeah. it? I'm hotter than a dog in a. I don't. I don't, I don't remember, remember what it was. Some yeah. restaurant. And he's chain was it a Chinese smoking, restaurant. Probably. Yeah. He's chain smoking and he's a terrible fucking person. Yeah. And yeah. you're just like, oh, he's booster. And then he gets knocked off the parade. Yeah, and all yeah, the yeah. kids are hitting him going, <laughs> we don't like you. <laughs> I do love that joke. Just because like, yeah, there was that thing where it's like, the you know, sidekick isn't the. Well, I don't want that toy. Well, like, and I, I hate. I, I don't, I'm sorry, everyone. I'm not saying this out loud, but it's like there was like, oh, I want red version Pokemon. No one wanted oh. blue version. No one wanted. Blue. Oh, did you? I want a red version. I, want, but then, I had red version. But then everyone's like, oh, here's blue versions in stock. I got a <laughs> shout out to Nate Willis. He got blue version. Then they had a lot of it. But then a lot of people wanted red version. And I remember having that feeling of like, I don't want Bumblebee. I wanted Optimus. I don't want. You know, oh, I see. Waspinator. I, I want wanted Booster. Megatron. I want Turbo Man. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's so real. Yeah. Like, I, it's like, just go back. Everyone just... I don't want Billy. <laughs> I want Jason. <laughs> <laughs> just go back and let yourself think about that. That, was, like, me. Oh, that was me. That was Tommy for him. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's there was there was one part when they're they're putting the suit on, and for for me with um, Arnold, I always think of Total Recall when he falls out of the window and he's like. Ah! Gives these people, ah, but there's a part where they're putting it, putting on, and he goes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just maybe his eyeballs are gonna yeah. pop out of his head, but but it's 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 also sweet because he's like he's it, as he comes up and he's like he's realizing the allure of it and just I, the, like. But I also I can I, get used to this. I yeah. love that's a fully functional one that actually yeah. could fly. Oh, and the guy's up. spiel before where he's like he actually had brain activity today, so it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. you know, Jesus, that would so not fly today. No. no, unions would be like. Well, I no. mean, there's the thing. There's a movie in the '90s. We've gotten so much better. I do yeah. want to talk about that a little later on um, because there is a good and bad to that time capsule bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to. I want to focus on fair parts, but I don't want to forget about it. Yeah. So yeah. Well, it um, uh, one thing also just mentioned. I I just the weird stuff. The so weird stuff. stuff. The reindeer. Oh the, yeah. The 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 bomb. Punching the, the rain, reindeer. Oh. The the the. Well, that radi- was before the anthrax scare. The, right? Yeah. Well, well, just like the radio host, like all of those things. Martin Mull. Like all of those. It's like. Well, pre two thousand one, like bomb scares were like they they were put in movies uh, as like. I'm not. I'm not talking about like. Oh, it's bad, and we should. I'm just. What happened to the? You know, you're watching. Okay, he's gonna get the doll. He's gonna. What is happening? This where where did the reindeer? You know, like it's yeah. all these things. Like the, what the, is oh God, yeah. She's out back petting. What's his name in the movie? Uh, Phil Hartman's character. Oh, uh, uh, Ted. He's, okay. She's outside petting Ted. What? <laughs> but then also, oh my God, because he named the reindeer. Now I'm uh, watching as adults. I'm sorry, Corey. You may not be in this. When it was like wife and Ted, I was like oh, Ted petting. I think of Breaking Bad all the time. Oh, IFT. There's an episode oh. called IFT and. It's, Dead. Um, but uh, I just like oh fuck dead. Um, but then like also yeah, just all the Santas and the Santa wa- workshop and all that stuff, and it's like it's like a it's 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 black market exploitation kind of stuff. It's it's Spanish, Spanish, and it's yeah, it's a bootleg. Apart. And I was like, oh my god, what, it, what, Jim Belushi killing it in this role yeah. too. Yeah, didn't need to go that hard, but did. Hey, it's hey, Belushi, Turbo Mando, I got it. I'm gonna do sit on your lap, and I was like, yeah. oh. like, but like it's that stuff where it's like it just takes you to this like, this was a normal man. Who doesn't? Who isn't good at being a dad? Mm-hmm. And now he's like in this factory. There's a police thing. He takes a fake like uh, he breaks uh, into his neighbor's house and yeah, burns it down. Like, he's about to steal. But like, like that's that moment like, too. What am I doing? Yeah, I'm stealing from a child. <laughs> <laughs> but like, exactly. I was like, what? What is this movie? And, and, yeah. and it's it's the enjoyable. Like, what is this movie? That's what Dana Dana had that moment. She talked to me afterwards. She was like, I really didn't think I would ever get worked up at a. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, but we'll talk about the ending here real quick, mm. where he chooses the kid, and for some reason, they don't know it's him, which is bizarre to me, because, <laughs> well, what other giant man with an Austrian accent that knows your name? And, but they're going to give the, uh, uh, the purposeful uh, allusion to Star Wars, which I am your father. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they have their whole thing. But the kid, Jake, shout out to Jake Lloyd in this movie because he's so good. Isn't that wild? That yeah. he would be, a, he would be well, in a Vader scene? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though. Uh, because I, here's the thing. With the Star Wars films, y'all know this. I'll defend the prequels until the day I die. Jake Lloyd was not a bad actor. He had bad dialogue. People didn't love it because it wasn't what they wanted. It's a movie for well, Space Wizards about for kids. Every, well, I mean, also a lot of people just wanted Darth Vader to be like this evil Damien child no. instead of like a happy and boy. It's, it's obviously very unfortunate what the fandom did to him. I, I have always been on the side of I love Jake Lloyd and this is another moment, another movie where it proved to me like, he's a fucking good kid actor. That scene on the phone mm-hmm. where he yells at him and hang, you always promise you're going to be places and hangs up on him and this Corey ending. cried. Oh, dude, I even almost got choked up. Dana was full crying when he goes and gives the doll to Myron. Mm, see, that rede- the redeeming. That redeeming. It was never yeah. about the doll. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was just about the dad caring enough uh, and, and, you know, saying like, uh, you know, and then Myron gets his redemption yeah, where that, he's like, yeah. my kid, this means a lot. like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like saying, you know, this me- my kid, this will mean a lot to my kid. So he gets the redemption too because he never got the toy, which was a real toy, by the way, the OMA, one-man army gun uh, that uh, Sinbad improvised about. But like, to your point of Sinbad and the trivia of like he wanted to play a character that had a, redeem, a, a villain who was redeeming. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you don't just beat up your villains. Like, you you make them, you you, you help them along the way and like yeah. giving him the toy because Hate Langston got what he needed with his son. And he apologized. He's like, yeah. sorry about our little tension up on the roof there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I loved that, <laughs> that whole moment. I think this, I mean, obviously again, Christmas movie, so it wraps up with a bow really well. But I really think that ending between them, before, I, I didn't need them carrying him off mm-hmm. on their shoulders. But the moment with the family is really well earned, um, and and thanks to everyone involved, acting wise. When he calls Jamie up there, you're just like, "Yes, it's happening." And they get those weird shots, <laughs> but where he's summoning him. But uh, I, 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 yeah, I really the ending of this movie really hits well. It's well done. The well executed. Uh, running into the cop, oh, just the, yeah. the different like things that you're just like, it's the rule of threes. And it's just, it's so funny. Sorry about the coffee. It's so the- stupid, but you're just like, well, yeah, of course this would happen. All of the happenstance all the time. I've been on the bomb squad for 20 years. How long were we on that bomb squad? That it just goes, yeah. Like it's just you're him. Like, you're just just like, him. And I got to say, the Sinbad line that he says when he's running around uh, after the bomb goes off made Dana and I laugh very hard. He's leaving. You hear it go off, you see Schwarzenegger, and then it cuts to Myron, and he goes, it's a real bomb. It's a sick world with sick people in it. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. No, I, I thought that was funny too because that also in the in the movie you're like, what is it? What's happening in this movie? Because like it becomes a cartoon at that moment. It's like, oh, it's a cartoon. No one died. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you're like, oh, this is a Christmas movie. One uh, one particular thing that always when I think of this movie, I always think of this is Arnold running down the street uh, uh, faster cro- than him, quoting the. Um, the reindeer names. Oh yeah, it's just like, Prince of, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't I know it off the top. Always, of my head, but. forever is just like that's. It's kind of like I know that reference, and he's just it's like showing running. how much better in shape he is than yeah, Myron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then Myron has like all the bags and stuff. It's like, yeah, dude. But then it comes in later. I also kind of- right before that is another one of my favorite parts. Uh, again, one of these things that I think the film uh, does something that it, that is better than the film actually is, like the POV shot, but switching to see his kid as the as the postal worker drinking in a diner. Oh. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was so well done. Like I forgot about that. And then it happened and I was like, oh, good edit. Well, mm-hmm. I love that. He's like, oh shit, my son's going to be Myron because I'm not getting him the toy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, 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 this is a fun movie. It, it, yeah. It has a lot of interesting things that you're like, oh man, I, re- I want more of that kind of like cool, interesting stuff sometimes. Yeah. And then sometimes it still kind of fears back into like, oh, well, it's, can't go too far. Yeah. We can't do the whole POV sequence, right? No. But then like again, when he flies up and then he goes to the camera, I'm like, this is a crazy cartoon movie. It's a crazy cartoon movie. Like when he fights all the Santas and then the cops get there and he takes the toy badge. Mm-hmm. And as he's yeah. leaving, clean yeah, all this up. Exactly. I uh I just love that. I mean, we've already mentioned him, but I just love that Booster is played by um Curtis Armstrong, who is yeah. a booger. And um, um He's in a lot of things, but yeah. yeah. And um nerds, why can't I think of it? Why can't I think of? I'm thinking it's, it's of famous '80s movie, Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds, yes. Which did Booker. not age well. Yeah. No, no, none of those <laughs> like college movies from the '80s really age well at all. No, at all. What are you talking about? Oh, college films. Sorry. I also, the 80s films. I like, obviously, Phew. big. I, I'm going to ask. Uh, we have a mutual friend in Richard Horvitz now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are obviously very big Power Ranger. Uh, nods oh, in super this movie, vibes. yeah. But those little uh, minion guys that climb on him and say, "Don't you remember the choreography?" Sounds like Richard Horvitz as Alpha Five, and he's uncredited. But I gotta ask if it was him. I gotta mm. do it because I listened. Dana and I listened to it like six or seven times. I was like, "That's either Richard or that's someone very purposefully doing Alpha Five uh, to like, a, but like a very good one." Yeah. Uh, so I gotta, I gotta ask. I gotta ask. Go back and watch that scene because you'll hear it. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, uh, we can go into favorite characters now. Yeah, favorite characters. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, last bit, being an adult, talking about the Phil Hartman storyline about him being the eligible bachelor. Never got that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they got a divorce, and he's actually. I mean, we we find out he's a piece of shit person, but the little nods about him like yelling at the kids to shut up, yeah. revealing his true colors. Yeah. yeah. Um, but all the other women being like, "Hey, could you?" In that first scene, could you come check on my back? Porch? He's just smiling. Doesn't like turn a on that shit eating grin on his face. Yeah. Well, then he's like, "Oh, here are these cookies." Yeah. The other day, you helped me out. Put the cookie down. And that's one of those things no! that, that became a, a, a slogan. And I think you talked to me about this, where people were like, Arnold, how do you know what's going to be know. the line? He goes, you don't. You never know. You don't know what Stick it is. Stick around. You don't know. And then like, put the cookie down. Yeah. No! Yeah. Like, oh, so oh, good. God, the cringe moment when he's like, I'm sure I don't have to tell you, but I'm a very eligible bachelor. Yeah. And you're like, Bleh. Yeah. Mm, you smell cookies. like puke. Yeah. Uh, all right. Favorite <laughs> characters. Uh, and then we'll get into Quim Quams. You go first. Me? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, how many are we doing? Two? Phil Hartman and Sinbad, right? <laughs> no, I think… Uh, uh, yeah, we'll do two. Um, as much as I love Howard or Arnold Schwarzenegger in this, I think Myron is one of my favorites. And the kid. I think the kid… Jamie? Jake Lloyd, Jamie is… Like, blows me away. He's such a big heart part of this movie. And… It was uh, a really awesome uh, room as a kid. Yeah. Really yeah. awesome. And it has that old, wall and reading old school comics. Like those aren't new. Those are Parents old. Parents at home, do you still do that? Do you still my, cover there? My buddy um Kevin, my cousin, my, my nanny as I call her, she's a artist and she had his wall painted with, like Superman and Batman breaking through the wall. Oh, I was always so jealous. That is that's so dope. cool. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. I don't think Bonnie will let me do that to our bedroom. No. No. Dang it. Uh anyway. Uh, so so yeah, those would be my two. Myron and Jamie. I think okay. it's between Jamie and the mom, but I'm gonna stick with Jamie for now. Well, you know what? I'll 
I mine is the mom. Okay. So she's gonna Liz. get some Liz. Liz. Um, I keep wanting to say Rita Wilson. I was like, that's not her character name. We all want to say their actor names, yeah. not their character names. Yeah. And I'm gonna say Myron as well. Okay. I just I I like I have a soft spot for Sinbad in the '90s and those those movies. It just like he just cracks me up with some of the things that he said. Sinbad so. in the '90s, man, was like a. I, I hope I would be down for a Sinbad Renaissance. Yeah. Sabanasas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mine is going to be uh, Howard and Ted. Howard and Ted. Howard and Ted, because it's just like wh- Phil <laughs> you know, Hartman. They're they're just terrible to each other. <laughs> just like oh man, and like, like one's legitimately terrible. The other one is like uh, knowingly too nice. Terrible. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing just is, just like, noticed you didn't have any up here, so I thought, why not? Neighborly thing to do. Well, like, and that's the thing where it's like, I love the kind of like the almost little parable of Howard Langston of like. Myron's like literally his physical antagonist, but yeah. then in the background is like Ted. I have to worry about Ted. But then the thing is that the film teaches you you don't have to worry about Ted because no. Liz is a real, real person. Yeah. And she's not just a two-dimensional character who's gonna be like, oh, whoever's gonna see my feel. Or it's just like the 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 sexual and innuendo of um I'm eating your wife's cookies. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like mm-hmm. you're what? Yeah. You're what? I, I, Go upstairs, take a shower. I think I'll be fine. I think now with all of our favorite characters out of the way, you can bring up the time capsule stuff before we get in our qualms. Yeah. So uh, I I know a bit of this is nostalgia, mm-hmm. um, but I'm also a connoisseur of like 80s sci-fi and 70s uh, um, alt movies, and so I, I do think I, I I have a qualification to put the nostalgia and rose tinted glasses outside. There is something about films in the 90s, especially like these family comedies like this or Liar Liar or Kindergarten Cop and something like that. I don't know what it is, but there's like a warmth to them that Mm -hmm. a lot of movies do not have now. And I can't put my finger on the pulse of what that is, but if you have I can tell you. Yeah, what is it? Tungsten lights. LEDs aren't a thing. Oh, I don't mean like visually (laughs) warm. Oh, well, that's a thing. I'll tell you that right now. Yes, yes, that. But I just mean like... um, You went literal. You went literally warm, but that's that's a big part of it. That could be a big part of it. You, or a small part of it, but you, yeah, part. You know me now. I like tungsten warm lights. Yes. I am so over LEDs. For sure. Time. LEDs as a technology are great. I hate everyone was like, let's go cold and fucking surgical. Like, yeah. I want my room to look that way sometimes because I'm like, I need to work. But like, there's a warmth factor. Like, Home Alone looks really warm. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, it's because it's warm color temperatures. Yeah. So, but. But what, I, what, I, I meant like a, like a, like it's like a, I say this phrase on this show a lot, but like a warm blanket. It's, it's, there's something very, uh, like Hook, like this, it's... There was like a very... I don't know what it is. Like strains. a je ne sais quoi of... of well, of, there was a very... Um, it's like the family aspect of films was taken as like... Not, I mean, it, it was just... It was it was held in high regard. Like family movies. Yeah. Where like, like Casper 80s, is even 90s, one of those. Like, like, it was just like there was something about... they. Yeah, no, I well, see what you're... I and mean, it's, it's kind of like how comedy has evolved, right? We In 2004, Anchorman hit and was the coolest thing anyone had seen in comedy. It changed comedy forever. But Anchorman 2 came out, tried to follow the same thing, and it didn't work because comedy had evolved, right? Judd Apatow had changed the game. To expand upon that, um, sitcoms Mm -hmm. were the king of television programming. And then uh, Sopranos. Yeah. Sopranos changed, so it's like, okay, one-hour dramas, only anti-heroes. Yeah. And and then it became all about who is the darkest character that we can find redeemable. but But then all the shows, like, you know, Married with Children and Cheers and Three's Company, all those went away. Yeah. Because they were like, we can't have warm, fun people anymore. We have to have fallible people, which is fine because it reflects our reality. But like, it's 
weird that we don't get those kind of like feel goody like, things. Like th- this isn't made anymore. Like, and I think some of it comes with studios not willing to take risks on smaller films. Like this was a smaller budget film in a sense, you know, um, if I'm not mistaken. No, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's low by any number standpoint, but I'm just checking the inflation. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know what it is that about, the, there's something about the musical score the way that film was just made in the 90s, and I know that um, best, you know, practices and stuff like that change. Like, oh, no one does this anymore. No one does that anymore. Um, but I wish there was something that I could, you know, uh, I've, I've been feeling this for a few years now, and I don't know how to put it into words what it is about 90s films that feel so comfortable and so loving. In a, in, loving is not the right word. But it felt like a different amount of of care went into these family films that, than does now. Because like Dana's been watching all of those straight to streaming holiday movies. It's just all them hallmarks, <sighs> all them single all the way. That ain't that ain't it, homie. She watched this one with uh, Van- Vanessa. Oh, Princess Sto- Switch. Yeah, uh, there's and a, it there's ain't a third that. one. Like <laughs> it, it, it's it lies in between. Do you know what I mean? It mm-hmm. lies in between the Christmas blockbusters we get now and it, those. There's it's a warm spot because it's gonna button up, but it's not warm in every shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It doesn't take your entirety to watch, <laughs> and you can put it on and enjoy it, and just be like, everyone's gonna at least like this. My dick hole self is going to say, tungsten lights, and it's shooting on film. Shooting on the, film. The LEDs and the digital, but it's also looks, look too crisp. Sh- yeah, it's also how it's edited and scored. Yeah, and, well, and, and the, the, the writing, the whimsy and like, music is yes. very good. But yeah. like, it's those things. It's like, but. A lot of people opted out of those things because what's the affordable way? Get uh, temp music. Go with digital. Go with LED. We can't afford tungstens because they break and it's really hard to use. Film, you can't waste film. And the score, it's like, well, we can't pay someone to just make an original score. It's like, let's just use some holiday music. We can't yeah. afford Danny Elfman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, 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 to me, I'm telling you, it's that, it's that yeah, weird. There's a, and it, I think it's a time as well, right? So it was a time before iPhones and technology was just on the precipice of, changing and you know you see this is the nostalgia part of it you see those 90s cars and you're like oh i want to go back i want to go back to the 90s so bad mm-hmm. sometimes anyway that the 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 bad side of the 90s is there was you know I, I think um gus johnson made this joke the late 90s especially early 2000s where he's like how to write a movie in the 90s and 2000s and it shows him at a writer's board and it just says uh, homophobe, uh, gay jokes, poop jokes, and something else, uh, misogynistic jokes. He's like, maybe we move one of these poop jokes and replace one of the gay jokes. And mm-hmm. it's like, there's the 90s for you. Uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot of that in this, uh, which is, you know, knock on wood. But there are some of my favorite films uh, definitely suffer from it. Like, ooh, yeah, no, we don't, we don't can do I that actually, anymore. Since we're in the qualm section, yeah. I can talk yeah. about that. Um, uh, there was something that I was just, I was completely... Uh, I'm just going to put, I'm going to be personal for a second. Yeah. Just put a little personal fact. I was bullied a lot mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And in the 90s, what, what kids loved to call other kids was fag. Mm. Oh. They yeah. didn't know that this was a thing. I got that they tossed my way as a theater kid a uh, lot. <laughs> yeah. And uh, me being a, a, a little big kid, I didn't even really know what it meant. Uh, I knew that my uncle was gay. I, I Anyway, I was called fag a lot. I was bullied a lot and I was very upset that in this movie, so Buster gets kicked off the the float. Oh, Booster, yeah. Booster, Booster. sorry. Mm-hmm. And the kids are kicking and beating him and saying, we don't like you, fag! 
Oh, and they I, said that? I didn't hear and that. I, and it was so funny. I had to rewatch it and rewatch it and rewatch And then go on the internet to and just— And they do say it? And they do say it. And Whoa. I was And I was like, the, like, the first time that I watched— when I the first time that I watched it, I watched it on something else. I rented it on something else. I think it was just on Apple TV that I rented. It. I didn't realize that it was on Disney Plus. And uh, is it on the Disney Plus one? Yeah, I watched Whoa. it again on Disney Plus, and I was like, "There's no way. Way There's to no go. Way. There's I, I, no way that this." Did it- you catch that? I did not catch it. I will say way to go in two things because Disney is very like ashamed of their past, mm-hmm. but yeah. then and so like them not redubbing it is very interesting. I was very. I was like, wait, wow. Really? And and to that point, and I was gonna make. I it. had to check on the internet because I was like, no, nah, maybe I'm just being paranoid. But no, it, it's it's uh, a. To me, it's it's a. Uh, yep, it's, it's, inter- it's an interesting critique, I would say, of the film because it's a. Oh look! Look, everyone! Not only can the parent be adults be terrible, kids are fucking terrible too. <laughs> I yeah, oh I was just I was completely like, I just the fact that it was, it was a thing, and it because subtle um, subtle jokes. No, they're not good. They're not good at all. But it's like, this was just so blatant that I was like... It's how I felt wait, about that that it that, was the loud? booster saying that I feel like a dog in a Chinese restaurant. And yeah, like, it was Jesus. just like, it, it was just blatantly like I was... Oh, what? I was I was doing the pre-core and I, I had to rewind. I did rewind. I went back a few minutes and... It's and just kept, Yeah, that's true. And I was just like, whoa, it made it through. Oh, no. I Wild. mean, Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was I, the 90s, I, I guess. I would say like this. It's like, I'm more surprised. But it's made it through the ages. Sure. Like it's, it, nobody, I would think no that they would even it. cut that shorter as like a new version. Like even if you just like. Well, the thing is that Disney got in a lot of trouble for editing all the Simpsons episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so they, they're probably like. They oh, left the smoking in for Booster too. Yeah, they're probably like, yeah. oh, we have to keep everything. But like yeah. to your point, like, yeah, it's, it's such a time capsule piece of like, yeah, that is a word that was just thrown around so often. And I feel like for me, like I would never dare say the word not only because it's like, don't need to. My, my vocabulary is a lot bigger than that. Um, but then, yeah, that was just a commonality thing, which sucks yeah. About, yeah. about that, where it's just like, you know, sometimes the 90s isn't great. Yeah. Keep the tongue. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like it's, it's a double-edged sword because there is something about the feel of those movies that is really and then magical. And then around the corner, something terrible is going to yeah. be said. There, there is a, uh, I think you kind of nailed it. There is a wonderment to these 90s, especially these holiday films that we don't get anymore. Like I think, honestly, 2001, the first Harry Potter is the last one that really feels like… That era. Yeah. That era. That 90 to 2002-ish, mm-hmm. Max. Because um, uh, you have like, I don't remember what your love actually, because that kind of had the same. That was 2005. 2006. Oh. Uh, um, to, to ask, to, to wrong. follow up, Corey was talking about this is a smaller budget film. To today's standards, that film would have been uh, $130, $130 million. So still Three. not the $200 million big blockbuster movie, but you know, it's still had Schwarzenegger getting paid 20 mil. So, yeah. 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 So, um, my next, my last qualm Qualms. is that uh, it is really hard to feel bad for Howard. Mm-hmm. Mm. To have any... Me personally, it was really... There were... Uh, empathy was was weak. Yeah, you're... His, you're fo- his character. You're following like, to see if he's going to Not even it. from a comedic level. I was like, dude. <laughs> bro. Dude, bro. bro. Bro, dude. When he, like... When he arrives at the karate match, he's like, oh, I didn't make it. No, fuck you didn't make it. Yeah. The lights are already out. You... You... You know. I will it. say, I will say, <laughs> to Howard's defense, when he gets, he's in that traffic and he wants to pull over and starts driving, I'm like, oh, I've wanted to do that so much Always. in my life. Uh, so much. And you but, immediately find out why you don't do yes, that. You don't, well, it's also, it's stupid, to your yeah. point, 100%. Like, like, he, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, every, the entire movie is just, 
his comeuppance. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about one of your comments, one of my favorite comments you've ever made that became one of uh, the in- the intro scenes of one of our episodes is from um, when you just go when he's going through and you're just like, dude, dude, don't. Come don't on. do no! Don't <laughs> no! He's gonna do the. He's gonna do. Yeah, he's gonna do the. Th- oh, oh yeah! God. I mean, I think Howard. I think I've said this multiple times on the episode. Like when your dad doesn't love you. Yeah. Well, like don't be Jake, <laughs> Jake Lloyd's dad in a movie. Yeah, um, no, you're making it worse. Qualms you me? Uh, I'll go. Um, the jetpack thing. Like, it's too cartoony for oh, me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, like I could have, I could have done with some of it. I like, I like that it's a working jetpack, and I would have liked to see him like fly around. Maybe but he flew maybe, above, like spinning around and stuff. Like ah, I don't but know what's he happening. He flew above skyscrapers. And then he like hits the wall, and he's like, like a board. And I was like, I, I just, it was, it super took line? me out no, of it. <laughs> it is. It really is. Like in comparison to the rest of the movie, like I could believe on a, a, a reindeer like picking up on someone's shit because I've seen animal. Like my dog, Ellie Mae, who's the sweetest. We had this super sketch looking guy come near us and she started, she never growled at anyone in her life. But this guy gave off some energy she didn't like. Uh, and so I do believe on, on animals being like, no, fuck this guy. That didn't bother me. The jetpack thing really did. It just got, it went too far. No, uh, I, I mean, I get it. There are a few like cartoony comedic places that it's just like, oh, that's cartoon. Like when the bomb goes off in his face and it's like, that's, that's For some reason, that one cartoon. didn't bother me as much. No, no, no. That was like blatant like yeah and the 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 cgi of flying and you're like oh that's clearly a background yeah it, like, it honestly was the hitting the wall like a board like, that that uh, really uh, was uh, like uh, that's my line there it is found it the number two uh i don't think i have a number two like specific thing um yeah i don't have another qualm um I would say kind of the same way. I, I I love and hate the fact of I was just like, what's happening to this movie? Um, because it makes me think of the mask. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the mask is the perfect blend of cartoon and reality. Where this is like, you're a, even the Turbo Man guy is an actor. Right? It's mm-hmm. on a show. Like, but why is this guy allowed to break the boundaries of reality in some ways? It's like, why is this bomb not serious? Like, it's like well, it's a holiday movie. Like, I get it. Like, we're not supposed to... These are all fictional people that don't matter. I get it. But it's like, when you kind of do that, you create a little bit of like, well, it's because reality doesn't matter and then the toy matters? And then you you start asking yourself yeah. these questions while you're watching this movie of like, what matters in this film? Is it Howard getting redeem- redemption from his son? Is it about Howard getting the toy for his son? Is it about the son getting a toy? Like, there are into like small factors in that sense that play into it. Is it that... Um, Liz Langston is going to move on and be with Ted instead. <laughs> Will Ted actually be able to swoon this woman? Does you know like these things are are, are f- kind of thrown out to an audience who's like, like just going to like, I don't know, maybe have a thought while they're watching the movie yeah. instead of being like, uh, you know, not, like just oh, just tell me the movie and I'm just gonna walk away. It's like no, you watch the movie, you know, like be, engage be, with it, be part of the movie, and um, you know, it's like so when you watch the movie, you actually are paying attention. You're like oh. I'm. I should be asking these questions, and they should be answering it, or they'll answer it at the end. At the very end, they don't have an answer. They don't have an answer why they want to just like, all right. Well, when the real drama and and consequence happens, we're not gonna we're gonna step side. We're sidestepping that. Right. And and so I, I love it because it's like, it's a dumb kids home family movie. But also it's like, but this movie doesn't want to be like a very just clear cut kind of movie in that sense. Like you have planes, trains, and automobiles, right? Mm-hmm. And that's more of an adultish movie. And there are breaks in reality. It's rated R. But they're <laughs> on the person. Like having 
ha- Howard have that vision of his son being the mailman. And it's like, that's in his mind. Yeah. That didn't happen in reality of the film. Um, and so when this happens, it's like, do oh, you, when you, it, yeah, when it happens, the, the bomb, yeah. There's... Well, the bomb goes off and no one dies. I, you know, typically like, in real life, body parts. Yeah. In real life, that's body parts. That's a Stanley Kubrick film now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like okay, <laughs> we're actually playing this game. Then you play with the true consequences. It sounds like you wrote things into that, and you're like, how do I get out of this? Mm-hmm. And you didn't have a way to get out of it. It's like let's just make it a cartoon. <laughs> and so, like, there, there, you gotta hate and love both at the at those moments. Um, second qualm really um, is it, it's not anything else wrong, but it just kind of meanders. Mm. And it kind of just like nothing really feels like, ooh, this is a really good moment. It everything kind of feels like very just okay, like ball pit moment, fun, you can laugh, but it isn't like hysterical. Moment with the with the warehouse with the with the Santas, really cool. Could they have gone more? They yes, they could have. And it's like you get to kind of see like, oh man, they could have went super seedy and dark, and just had this really weird moment of like they do like a Godfather thing, right? Like if you were going to go to this crime boss area, like. Go further. If you're going to do like... I'm just imagining coming December. Well, Stanley Kubrick's Jingle, jingle All, all the, the way. way. And like, again, comparisons to Thief of Joy, right? But like even in Zootopia, a movie that I feel is very overrated, they have that moment with like the the little mouse who's like a godfather guy. Yeah. Like, it's a cool like, wow, this t- this movie just took a hard turn for no reason. Or like... Isn't he a mole? A mole, yeah. And so, but it was like that. They're like, oh, this is a true godfather like yeah. homage. Or like the part with the ball pits. Like they could have like... Oh, let's ride this. Let's go hard and beat him up like crazy, or like have him like be like a mouse, like in these tubes, or like have him in the in the store and like have absolute insanity. But they they kind of they kind of hold it in. So like maybe there's something to enjoy with the discipline, mm-hmm. but then it's like, oh, go in, yeah. go hard. You saying. have the Terminator in here, man. Go <laughs> hard in this. Go ham. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, like they do they do that with um twins, right? Where like Julius is like, I'm pissed off. And he destroys like a table. Yeah. Or like he clotheslines a guy on a motorcycle. It's like he lifts a car and like they weren't afraid to go crazy. Here, they went crazy with like things that don't oh, make don't sense. Go that or junior, crazy. yeah. Like in junior's like, oh man, you know, oh man getting pregnant. But it's like, okay, let's do all this. Like, my, my hands are very soft. You know, yeah. like those kind of things. Like, let's go that. But then it's like, oh, so soft. we're gonna just break reality. Like yeah. it's not out of our imagination to be like, could Arnold Schwarzenegger deadlift a car? Probably. Junior. You know, like, could he clothesline someone? We'll cover Probably. It. <laughs> cover so Junior. It's, it's those things. Oh, I, oh. All, all Schwarzeneggers. Uh, all Schwarzenegger. I, I remember my second qualm. Okay. Uh, and it, I said it earlier in the episode. It's when the ending isn't with his family. Mm-hmm. He's getting carried away. He's like, getting carried away with the crowd. Yeah. And I think it would have been a better ending to just end it with his family. Uh, like Hallmark card, like well, smiling. Like, com- compared did, to, just didn't need to, to keep going. It just yeah. didn't need. To, it could have ended with that moment between them all, and then seeing Phil Hartman come up and his kid go, "You smell like puke." And that could have been it. Everyone cheering, and they're just yeah, like Hallmark holding his family, you know, holding his son up on his shoulder. Rocky. Yeah, Rocky. It's not about everyone carrying Rocky off the stage because he went the distance. It's about him saying, "I love you to Adrian." Yeah. So That's anyway, that was my second qualm. So little one. Now we go to rating. Uh, it's either you or me. You. Four. We'll just go alphabetically. Ooh. Point. Ooh. Yep. Four. Point oh. Cool. Yeah. It's a four for me. So it's four. It, okay. Oh, so, so go. <laughs> no. I was just going to explain my point. It's just that, like, you know, while it has its flaws, I really do think it's one of those, uh, for me, especially because of the 90s, one of those classic Christmas movies that doesn't get swept under the rug. It's not low enough to be like, 
I'm going to forget about this forever. We all remembered Jingle all the way, and we hadn't watched it for decades and 10 years or whatever plus. Um, and everyone in it is really good. Josh? I did it. I pulled the Corey. <laughs> Three. Ooh. Point. Uh-huh. Five. Ooh. Um, yeah, this movie's okay. It's like, I'll, I'll watch it again probably yeah. someday. Did I get it right? Um, I. But it it's... It's okay. All right. It's, okay. it's it it is a it is it's it's on the memories uh shelf where it's like, yeah, I watched that a lot. That was really great. It was it's a it's a it goes with the holidays for me. But it's kind of like, all right. Let me give Corey some trauma. Oh no. I had a number when I walked in, Corey. Yeah. The number stayed the same. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I know you love like, no, he changed his yeah, number. Yeah, 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 right. change your no, mind. It stayed the same. Um 3.5. Whoa. Um, because this is kind of not a great Christmas movie or holiday movie, whatever. It's a very, like, average one, right? And out of all the Schwarzenegger movies, it's a not good Schwarzenegger yeah. movie. <laughs> but when you're doing a Schwarzenegger rewatch, if you do those things like me, everyone, I, don't, I never do that. But you should put this in your thing. But it's not going to be like, Predator. We need to have Predator. Like, a, like a movie night where we watch Schwarzenegger. Oh, total a movie weekend. Just yeah. like watch Schwarzenegger. Like it the the best thing about this film is that you see Schwarzenegger not be an action hero. Yeah. And that's kind of like this the a sad point at the same time. A lot of the things I like about it are like double-edged swords. I'm like, but doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> you know, like seeing Robert Downey Jr. not be Iron Man is fun, but I'm not gonna watch Dr. Doolittle. You know what I mean? Like Oh, you're missing out, bro. I, I'm I'm sure I am. I'm sure I am. I'll I'd watch a what was the one? The 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 judge? Oh yeah. That's I watched that, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I watched that. Yeah, I was like, I watched Chef and him in there for like 10 minutes. I'm like, sure. I have to correct my earlier self. For the first time ever, I've misnamed who the Nerd on Nation guest. Was you did? It was Josh. Oh. I said it was Tom. Oh. I fooled myself. Hmm. Wow. But so you you have to shout us out both anyways. I have to shout you both out anyway, but I wanted to clear the air on that. Uh, so the shout outs go as followed. Uh, Dana P, Mitchell G, Charlotte G, Dougler, Dougler, Brock P, mm. Justin, and Noe. Noe. Nice. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. I love Schwarzenegger. And I'm really, I mean, to me, I'm like, ah, whatever. If we're shared grounds, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I guess Josh, because it's like, I'm, if anything, Tom might give it an extra point something more. I it's did. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I did. That was what it yeah. was. Yeah. You know what? If I had heard that before, it probably would have been a 3 9, but I wrote down my score already. Yeah, heard cool. that little bit of a. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, God, we really there you have get, it. We need to get something for when you're voted grump. Like, you can hold it up and. Anyway, I, I potentially might be buying something. Okay. Not, it's not like a ring or anything like that, but I'm like, eh, it'll be cool. I think it'll be fun. Already like designing something, and everybody oh, you can, we it. can have both, man. That's true. It's gonna live All here. Can yeah, live in existence. Anyway, sing us out. Tell us what you think of Jingle All the Way. Join that Discord. There is a movie channel in there that you can continue the conversation. Nerdon.tv backslash Discord. Uh, consider joining the Nerdon Nation. It really does allow us to grow and to keep creating better content like this. Tom slowly lowering the Turbo Man box into frame. It's probably already in frame, but yeah, anyway, it it's, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> go check it out on YouTube. Speaking of which, check out our YouTube. All of our episodes go to video. 
check it out. Uh, all of the stuff that I'm just spewing out into the airwaves and the video waves, go to our website, nerdon.tv has all of these links. You can just remember, nerdon.tv, nerdon.tv. Uh, I just keep- Nerdon.tv. Nerdon.tv. There it is. Um, if you like what you hear or see today, stop by, rate and review us, that kind of stuff really oh, does man. help. Oh man, can you please? That would be like my Christmas wish. Yeah? Is for us Your to get- present? Is, I'm gonna keep it modest. Five new reviews on the Apple Podcast wow. app. That's my Christmas wish. That's what you want wish. from Santa? Merry Christmas. That's what I want for Christmas. Christmas. Cool. Uh, I want five new reviews on our podcast by the new year. Yeah? With, I would love that. With like like actual reviews, not just like ratings? Like yeah. Reviews? Ratings and reviews. Like even if it's just like, love this podcast. Or, hey, I listened. Or, Merry Christmas. Yep. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy Chrysler. Uh, that's my that's my Christmas wish to all of you. Five new ratings and reviews oh on the God. podcast app, uh, and we'll get Tom to never make that joke again. There it is. Well, that has been our episode. Uh, that I mean, we're nearing the end of 2021, so we thanks are. for joining us for this crazy ride. We appreciate you all. Take care of yourselves. Happy holidays. You know the drill. As always, nerd, nerd on. on. Ending broadcast.